Yeah, I don't know what Halloween is going to look like, but I thought we should definitely have cheese for Halloween. It's all the right colors. All the good I was going to say, there's some orange cheese, so I don't know. Everything for Halloween has to be orange, right? Yeah, exactly. Welcome to Curdcast, the podcast for people who love to, like to, can't get enough of cheese. I'm your host, Jen Mason, and with us today, as always, almost always, all the good days, is Julie Feifan Balzer. Hello, Julie. How are you doing? I am doing so good. It is cool and crisp weather. I put bats up on my front door. I'm ready to party Halloween style. Excellent. Well... I have got a plate for you. This was fun. Um, you know, it's interesting. Well, let me back up a second. For those of you who are listening and just happen to fall into a cheese podcast, well, you're lucky today. But also, um, this is our Curd Box podcast. So every month we send out uh, a box of three cheeses and three gourmet pairings that all revolve around a story to your front door to your friend's front door, to your frenemy's front door, to people you'd like to be your friend's front door. You know, all those good gifting occasions are coming up. Um, and then Julie and I, we eat through a box for you. We tell you all about the cheeses, and that's what we're doing today. And uh, I like yeah. that you think that we do it for you. I mean, no offense to you out there, but <laughs> I do it for me. Okay. And then you're ha- you have true. to be along, which I'm very glad about. But, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. I like to call it work benefits. It's, it's <laughs> definitely work benefits. And, you know, when you've had a rough day, it's good to have a plate of cheese. Um, when you've had a good day, it's good, good to have day. a plate of cheese. Say, it's good to have a plate of cheese. Name a day that it's not good to have a plate of cheese. Mm, okay, I can't. I'll think about that. I'll get back to you by the end of the podcast. But as I was saying before I interrupted myself, you know, our, um, our schedule is that we always ship out the boxes. So they arrive on the third Wednesday and the, the Thursday right after every month so everybody knows when to expect them and they don't always correspond well with our holidays but this one the third wednesday in the month is just late enough that we could make this a halloween themed box and you know because of quarantine we played with our title and we have our halloween quarantine box um this month and uh, it's it's really fun because not only did we have to like pair it for all the flavors uh you know every box everything has to go together work together um but we also wanted it to look a little spooky a little halloween-esque and uh we think we pulled it off and we think we've got some really great interesting cheeses for people to try um so i think we should dive right in and i will tell you that two of our cheeses are what i like to call mistake cheeses today um which is it started out as something not what it was supposed to be and now it became the most amazing thing and i think you know uh for those of you don't know it like exactly like yogurt and you know julie is also a professional uh working artist she that woman is working all the time um always making art teaching all that stuff but i think you would say like in your world you probably have a lot of opportunities where you think you're going to start out in one direction it, it becomes something else you make a I'm using quotes, a mistake, and instead you've learned something new, you've found a new technique, you've found a new piece of, you know, way you want to work. I think mistakes are awesome sometimes. My life is an endless series of mistake corrections. That was my fancy sound effect for, uh, I just made a mistake. 
Well, not really a mistake, but I'm interrupting our regularly scheduled podcast because, well, we got into post-production and found out that our tracks had all messed up and Julie and I sounded like we were interrupting and talking over each other for the whole rest of the podcast. So I've got the next best thing, my other half. Sometimes better, sometimes worse. <laughs> Matt Mason. Matt, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here and be able to eat cheese. Yeah, see, so he has been jealous of Julie for quite a while. Matt uh, is, Mason um, is the co-owner of Curdbox and uh, Curds and Co. And so we brought him in because, you know, he's always good to eat some cheese. So, Matt, we were just getting ready to talk about um, that a couple of our cheeses were mistakes. Okay. It was perfect timing to throw in a mistake into the podcast. So I want to start with this cheese today. I'm going to hand you a piece and you can eat it while I tell the lovely people listening all about this cheese. So this is called, this is a Tilsit. It's a type of cheese. So um, this one happens to be called Black Knight Tilsit. So this is... Mm, Mm, I probably shouldn't have put that in my mouth just as I start to talk. Hopefully my mom's not listening. And I'm still finishing. And you're still finishing. You can keep eating that. Okay. So this is, um, this mistake cheese was because um, a bunch of uh, Dutch immigrants moved to East Prussia to an area called Tilsit. Hence the name of the cheese. Very creative cheese namers um, in Europe and um, and around the area. And um, so these Dutch immigrants wanted to make a Gouda. A Houda. A Houda. But uh, they didn't know how to do that <laughs> in, in, in East Terrible. Prussia. I know. But the cheese is delicious. The my cheese my is puns delicious. are struggling. So um, what they found is you can't make a Gouda in like cold, damp Tilsit. But they can make this lovely cheese. So, what do you think of this? I think it's great. I mean, it's a, um, mm. it's just got such a nice mouthfeel to it, mm-hmm. and it's uh, tangy. Yeah, the flavor is fantastic. It has a mouthfeel similar to like a Havarti. Yeah, but um, it's super bright, um, tangy, kind of like a sour cream kind of tangy. Um, it will melt deliciously. So this is, uh, this is a cow's milk cheese. It's pasteurized, traditional rennet, and it's two years. Two years old is not two years old. I lied. It's two months old. Two months. Um, yeah. So, but interesting how when you try to make the same cheese somewhere else, terroir yeah changes it. So just can't do it. You've got so many words to share with us. I don't. I know. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's used up all his words for today, and he keeps putting cheese in his mouth. So, um, you know that can get in our way. But I think this is a lovely, um, a lovely cheese to eat, and it's perfect with a black rind on it for our Halloween plate. But with black and Halloween, you have to have orange. So we have the beautiful uh, Schmevue. Mm-hmm. How was my French? Yeah, that was not, not bad. Yeah, that felt totally awkward and um, culturally appropriating. I'm very sorry. But um, it also means old Chimay. So this is another mistake cheese. So they made some Chimay and accidentally left it on a shelf for six months. Creating Chimay being the beer. Mm. It's a cheese named Chimay. Ah, okay. After the after the area, so this is a Trappist cheese, mm-hmm. um, and it's made um, in the Scormont Abbey. But yeah, they they put it put some of this cheese on the back shelf and found out that when you age it six months, it makes a delicious cheese. They called it Old Chimay, and uh, I don't know. I love this. I get a little bit kind of toasted nuts. 
maybe like a hazelnut, like a sweeter nut, yeah, not like a walnut, um, in there. And depending where you eat it on the rind, so those of you who are listening along, if you're getting it closer to the middle of the piece, it's it's creamier in your mouth. Mmm. But it's an entirely different mouthfeel than the other one. I think this is so fun. And I hope people are trying these boxes. They're trying the cheeses next to each other. And, you know, you think of cheese. You think you remember what cheese is. People smile when I tell them I work in cheese. But then when you're sitting down and tasting it, it's amazing how different each piece can be. Yeah. I mean, the um, even just the tests that we've done in the past with mm-hmm. looking at different ages of Gouda cheese mm-hmm. and how it uh, becomes more nutty, mm-hmm. the... Um, yeah, the longer it ages. I mean, this is a this is a great example of that. Yeah, and it's pretty and orange. It works with for the, the holiday Halloween theme. It's mm. spooky season. It is spooky season. <laughs> okay, now it is time, and we save this one for last because this one has sort of the most flavor. And when you're tasting cheeses or really wines or chocolates or really anything where there's um, uh, a progressively stronger flavor, you always want to try to. S- to try the strongest one last so that it doesn't <laughs> cloud. It's like having the buffalo wings just before you have like a light leak uh, <laughs> soup. You, you never taste it. Overpowering. So, yeah. so first I want you to take a piece of this. I'm going to give you this one here. It's got a nice big piece of rind. Give that rind a smell. So this is uh, Soto Cenere El Tartufo. My Italian's slightly better than my French, but not by much. This is um, also a cow's milk. So three cow's milk cheeses. That rind has sort of like warm autumnal spices. Um, it's got some clove and some anise and, and some vegetal ash. And it's edible. It's a little drier, so you might not like the texture. But, you know, if you put it in your mouth with the rest of the cheese, it just adds to the flavor of it. Um, and uh, what I love about this one, this is from Venice, one of my favorite places. Wow. And um, yeah, Do the cows actually ride on the. Well, it's in the northern. What's the north? They don't ride in the gondola. Venetian re- region. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the in the Veneto. Ven- Veneto. Yes. Um. I like this. This I'm calling like this is the ghost on the on the Halloween cheese tray because gotcha. I like the like sort of whitish gray um, uh, rind on this one. This is a truffle cheese, hence the El Tartufo. Mm-hmm. And this one is um, age-wise is in the middle of the f- of the first two we had, um, but I like how sort of subtle the truffle is. Yeah, Sometimes you get a very chemically truffle, even when it's natural. Um, and so I, this is this could be really kind of a gateway truffle cheese. Yeah. This one would be lovely to sort of grate on something if you happen to have any leftover after <laughs> Matt laughs whenever I say if you have any cheese left over. But um, I think this is a really nice one. Um, I don't think um, if you if you are not a truffle fan, but you like cheese, I think this would be a good cheese yeah, for you to um, to share. Or I would just eat it all myself and don't give it to the person who doesn't like truffles. So more for you. There's that option as well. Win win. Yeah, but I like the textures of these. None of these we don't have any super hard cheeses and we don't have any super soft cheeses. But these are great for cutting and sharing and and for pairing with our pairings, which we're going to talk about next. Great. Okay. So, let's start with the plum spread. So, I just want here, I'm just going to give you a little taste of this. Now, I'm, I'm going to give you a taste of this, but I know I will tell you um, we got a jar of this earlier, and um, Matt has just been loving it, and um, you've been finding ways to use it yeah. here and there, too. It is such an interesting 
flavor and Matt, you know how many ingredients in this? No. Is it a lot or a little? Mm, guess. I'll go with a little. Small number. Well, pick a number. Okay. Three. <laughs> One. 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 So this is a blue plum jam, or really a plum spread. And I like like the consistency of it. It's, it's thick and rich, but not like baby food. Nobody wants to, Well, babies like to eat baby food, but adults maybe yeah. don't like to eat baby food. It's not, but it's not like jelly or jam. It's just really solid, full of flavor. It's kind of got that, um, you know, almost like a grape or the depth of like a port would have as well. This would probably be great with something, with something with port. Yeah, I mean, I, but I've been using <laughs> it around the house. I mean, uh, you know, on toast and that kind of thing. It's just, it's such a, an interesting texture. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so much uh, more, um, you know, heavier than body. Than it's got like it's yeah. got a body to it. Yeah, yes. it's so really it's, uh, yummy. So it's interesting. It's going to be fun to pair with these cheeses, mm-hmm. right? Um, and um, okay, so next, I want you to try our French crackers here. These are tresors. They are. French, so they are from France. Um, what I love about these is, unlike other wafer crackers, these don't like break as you're spreading something on them, or if you eat them with another cracker, they don't break as easily. There are some out there that are like you look at it funny and they break in half. But I like these. I love the texture on a plate visually. Um, I find them very interesting. I always love to throw a round cracker on a plate, even if I'm putting like some flatbread crackers on there too. It's just pretty. So you've had these before, but not this flavor. Mm-hmm. So these are um, poppy and pepper. I thought they were cute um, for our Halloween because they're like speckled with little black speckles. They're not um, spiders, but just imagine they're like little spidery. I don't know. I was I was uh, trying to find fun stuff for this box that also tasted delicious together. And uh, so what do you think of these? Um, I liked them until you said spiders. <laughs> because... <laughs> Nothing makes me okay. not hungry like spiders, mm. but uh, I'll I'll, okay. I'll barrel through and I'll make it. Okay, uh, I like the um, I like the flavor that the poppy gives us. Yeah, it's a nice. I mean, it, you know, it's a flavor that sticks with you for a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, it's like similar to like when you have a sesame seed bun or or I'm thinking maybe sesame seed breadstick where they're covered with them and you're like just adds that extra kind of nuttiness, um, which isn't something I get when I have like a poppy lemon. Lemon poppy seed muffin, right? Right. No, it's gone. And, but this is yeah. this is really interesting, and the pepper gives it that little bit of bite. Yeah. Mmm. Which is going to play really well with our salami chips. Yeah. So help yourself a salami I, I chip. I will. Can I? Um, can I already combine, or should I? Should no, I you taste can't combine yet. Don't okay. break the rules, right. or I'm you sorry. won't be invited back. I I'm very very rarely invited to begin with, so I don't yeah. even know the rules. You know who doesn't break the rules? Julie. Mm. Okay, yeah. maybe Julie does break the rules, but Julie then we totally make them does. the new rules. So um, <laughs> so these salami chips are by Pillars Black Castle. Um, they're from Canada. And what I love about these is um, they're pre-sliced, but it's really, even though it's a salami, it comes across more like a pepperoni. They don't all stick together. Normally, if I had sliced a bunch of pepperoni, they'd all be, you know, sort of stuck together. We'd carefully when we're slicing stuff like this in the store so i i really like this i like the little bit of heat it's like hits in the back of the throat right Mm -hmm. is it uh is it beef no it is not it is pork it's pork okay yeah i I get a little bit of like you know almost like a uh a jerky kind of um you know kind of uh feel to it interesting um what makes you get the 
don't know. It's just something about the uh, something about the taste. Like uh, that's immediately where my brain went to. Yeah, that beef. Interesting. You caught me off guard there because for the most part, um, you know, we find a lot of our charcuterie, a lot of our salami is, is a pork product. We do um, carry in our store some beef products too, yeah. but by default, usually you're you're getting a pork product. It just is beautiful and salty and delicious. And wow, I really like that hit. I cannot wait for you to start pairing things together. So start pairing things together. Uh, right. Well, I mean, my my first inclination is yes. I've got a round uh, cracker and a round uh, salami. Mm, but none of your cheese is round. Yes. What I will, will you have do? To deal with that. I mean, uh, I was going to take a bite of this. These two just by themselves. Okay. To... All right. All right. Excellent. So you know, I think while Matt's trying some spreads here, um, I want to encourage you to think about. You know, your themes, if you're making cheese boards, and we know that's the hot trend on Instagram, but think about what um, what you're doing for the holidays, whatever holiday it is, any holidays throughout the year. So really here we played with color and texture. You can definitely play with flavors of the season. I think, um, uh, you know, a Thanksgiving, I've said this in the past, a Thanksgiving board could definitely revolve around um things with sage in them or think of all those like lovely flavors in 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 dressing like that could be beautiful dressing or stuffing depending where you come from what your grandmother called it um those flavors in there are they're just so um representative of those happy feelings of time with family um but think about think about those things you could have a fantastic birthday party um birthday themed um box or box board as well if you think about like confetti and bright colors and you could go totally fun you can go with like some, maybe some sweeter goudas but you could also get you know you see those fancy gourmet like birthday popcorn so it's popcorn that's been drizzled with um maybe a white chocolate and um some sprinkles but you can also mix some really bright jams like a blueberry jam and some goat cheese and you could have some fresh blueberries on there and and so you could have like a whole birthday sort of like what is the confetti funfetti version (laughs) of a cheese board but you know it doesn't always have to be just three cheeses a soft a medium and a hard and and nuts and jam and hopefully if you've been listening to us for a while you know that so how was that pairing that was a great pairing uh you know i did add uh after i took my first bite i did add some of the uh the tilsit um, which uh, was a nice, uh, nice addition. I'm going to dip some shimay. Uh, oops, which my piece is going to break in half into the plum. I was going to remind mm. you of one of the uh, previous uh, things. I mean, I don't know if it was a curd box or some other board you put together that had like cracker jacks paired with mm-hmm. uh, um, with different kinds of cheeses, including I think a gouda. Yeah, um, a cracker jack would be lovely on this um, on this uh, board. It's like whimsical. I mean, you could put some fun size um uh candy bars on here or some swedish fish or put some pixie sticks up in a and you know you can have fun they're not all going to go together i probably wouldn't put pixie sticks on like the truffle cheese um but you know they're fun i have a friend and we've said this before i have a friend who always puts swedish fish on a board to like break down barriers and get people in there eating cheese and i think that is so fun and it's a great signature move so think about what your signature could be so i'm i'm loving all of these together um i don't know if i have a favorite cheese i think oh this will be my favorite and then i eat it and it's delicious and i'm like it's my favorite then i eat another piece of the other cheese like this is my favorite from the box Mm. but you know it's a really tasty lovely box 
perfect visually for the holiday. So we've added that layer on for you. So any any last words or pairings here you want to tell people about before? No, I'm just trying the various uh, the various cheeses with uh, the plum, like each each mm-hmm. one with the plum spread, and just you know for each one, it adds a little bit, you know, something different spread. to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the you know the cheeses are great by themselves. I mean, there's a lot of variety there in the uh, in the taste, uh, but the plum you know adds an interesting piece to each. I one. would love to More have dimension. like um, a ciabatta roll sliced. With a little of that plum spread on it and the salami and thin slices of that truffle cheese. Mm, yeah. I think maybe something like bright and like green, like a little arugula, a little rocket salad on there just to give it a little Extra. you know, vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I think I encourage you guys to try if again, if you have any leftovers, these cheeses are great melters. You can grate them. You can slice them. They're beautiful. Uh, I, I hope you love this box. If you didn't get this box, but you're still listening to this and, um, you know, you get the special edition of having Matt finish off this podcast with <laughs> us and he'll probably finish off the cheese board, then you can get your own box at curdbox.com. Um, subscribe by the end of the month to get the next month um, delivered to your door. And if you want to follow, we have, um, I'm going to spell this one out for Chimé Vu. Um, it's at B-I-E-R-E-S-D-E Chimé, C-H-I-M-A-Y. Do you want to say that out loud? Well, I was going to say it's Beers de Chimé. Beers de Chimé, but so, it's B-I-E-R-E-S yes. de Chimé. French or Flemish or Yeah, something. and then uh, if you want to follow Dalmatia, who makes our beautiful blue plum spread, it's at Dalmatia underscore spreads. You can follow Julie at what Julie ate. I'm so glad she joined us. Well, she joined us for the whole podcast, but I'm glad you got to at least listen to the beginning of hers. Um, Matt, you can't follow anywhere except at Curdbox. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can follow us at Curdbox, and we look forward to sharing more cheese with you next month. Thanks for putting up with mistakes because mistakes make beautiful cheese boards. And thank you for the mistakes so that I could eat some cheese. You're very welcome. Have a good one. We'll see you next one.